This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The magnificent Monday. Sad. It's sad. The magnificent Monday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. Awesome first two hours of the show and a great two hours still to go. Ooh, that, that rhymed. Awesome first two hours of the show and a great two hours still to go. Might might use that again later this week. We'll see. Uh, our pal Drew Dinsick, the whale capper, stops by in 20 minutes talking some NBA and some NFL. Always excited to welcome Drew Dinsick to the show. Uh, next hour on the show, uh, all our bets for tonight, power hour, final hour, and we'll play some whatever you prefer. Maybe a little NHL heart trophy coming up later this hour. NHL most valuable player. We haven't been on the show in a week. A lot has happened in the National Hockey League. We will discuss some of it coming up uh, later in the hour. Uh Dealer's choice here, Ken. We can either talk some Eagles in NFL Week 1 and their projected game uh, the, the Friday <laughs> opening of the season in Brazil, or you can tell us about the team you bet to, the, the team that you have bet to win the Super Bowl uh, that you did while we were off over the course of the last week. And we'll hit both topics over the course of the sure. hour here. Which would you like to start with? I would love to do both. Like, I want to talk about both. Can I can I do the team I bet here real quick? And I we can yeah, do the whole do segment it. on it and just we'll see how it goes. And so for people who missed the Monday show after the Super Bowl, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about next year, which I'm I'm already really excited for, like Super Bowl market for next year, award markets for next year. It's all really fun. And I mentioned just that uh, I bet a team to win the Super Bowl on uh, the day after the the game happened, and I. I've been on the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl. You can like hold your laughter because it's the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl. And I bet them 50 to one to win. And my theory is just basically that I, I think that price like has nowhere to go but down. And that I think the team is likely to project much better than a price like that, even playing in a very difficult conference. And uh, so I thought the 50 to one was a great bet. Because uh, at the time I'm making it, I, I think I'm getting the best of the number. And I do think there is some chance that they win the Super Bowl next year, uh, even if Kansas City seems like they're 100% to win the game right now and that they're going to be really good again next year, probably. And I bet it, I, <laughs> I usually don't bet teams this early, but I just was really attracted to a couple prices. And so, like, some news came out in the last week and I thought about it a little bit more and I went back in and I bet a second team to win the Super Bowl this year. And uh, I bet a team in Cleveland's division and I bet the Pittsburgh Steelers at a hundred to one to win the Super Ooh. Bowl. Uh, Too bet they, Alex is off today. I thought about him as like, he and I are going to be like kindred spirits this year, right? Like we're going to both be rooting for the same thing. And I'll also say like, I'm not going to be done. These won't be the only two teams I have. It's not like I'm going to go into February next year. Like, well, what do you have? Well, I need the Browns and the Steelers and that's it. But I just think like these are two prices that are really likely to change soon as opposed to like I, I like the Chiefs next year, too, but I don't think that price is going to go anywhere. So why would I bet it right now? I think the Browns price has some room to drop. I think the Steelers price 
almost has to drop. It actually has no choice. And the reason for that is that I think the team is under an incredible amount of pressure that they're really applying on themselves to improve their quarterback position going into next year. And the second that they do that, and it doesn't matter who it is, because Nick's going to like ask me, like, who would you like it to be if you if we go into next year, like to be the starting quarterback for the Steelers to win the Super Bowl? My answer is actually like the Tommy Lee Jones. I don't care to a certain extent. It just can't be the guys who are on the roster right now. And if it's somebody else, it could be Tannehill, Fields, Cousins, anybody. Uh, their odds are going to drop. They're going to go down and the offense is going to be better and it's probably going to be a lot better. And when that happens, they won't be viewed as the same likelihood of winning the Super Bowl as like the Carolina Panthers next year or something. Also, it's like kind of insulting that a team could make the playoffs return a lot and be 100 to one to win the Super Bowl. And part of that's the conference that they're playing in. If they played in the NFC, they wouldn't be 100 to one. But I, I actually think like the more I thought about the bet, the more I liked a the concept of it, just like their chances of winning versus what I think their chances of winning are, and then be the direction of the price. Is it more likely to go up or down? Is this the time to bet it? I think very clearly if they do something, and maybe they do nothing, I don't think that's very likely, but if they do something at the quarterback position, what is how is that likely to impact their odds? And when is that likely to happen? And it's likely to happen in the next couple months and uh, wow. leading up to the NFL draft, which would lead their price to drop. Yeah, no, so I, as a premise it's impossible to disagree with what you just said, right? That the price is going to drop at some point, right? I, I, I think it What's drops the even if they do? do nothing at the... It's a... mm, drop? I mean, it's 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 Tomlin. Like, they went to the playoffs. Like, like They are terrible this year, and they went to the playoffs and won 10 games with Mike Tomlin kind of like uh, as, as, as the steward of this entire operation again. Um, does it... How does it make you feel knowing... And, like, we'll talk about Peter King coming up in a second with his Football Morning yep. in America column. And he was writing about this, and there's a report over the weekend saying this as well, that Pittsburgh is kind of split right now, the Steelers are, yep. about whether Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph should be the starting quarterback next year. And, look, if you're a Steelers fan, that's something that makes you want to throw something into the wall now. Yes. I'm still, I'm still kind of, I'm not totally out on Kenny Pickett yet. Although, right. I'm, I will admit, it's not. It's not looking great at the one moment. One foot's out the door. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I would say I'm one foot out the door with Pickett. Yeah, but, sure. I mean, he could I, – I, I still kind of think that there might be something there. Rudolph, I think there's nothing there. Like, I understand he was good to end the season. Like, I, I want nothing to do with Mason Rudolph. So, I, I think the timing of this is interesting, right? Because you're saying, sure. well, maybe it's Tannehill, maybe it's Fields. You know, this – how did could you feel nobody. when you saw that report? It, it right. could, yeah. And look, I, I just want to say that if I had to guess – I would guess that they bring someone else in at the very least to compete. I don't think yeah, that they're Tannehill. just rolling the ball out. Tannehill for Kenny would be like the safety net option, probably. Would you guess that? Like that's like the like that's the option where it's like, well, let's bring in someone familiarity with Arthur Smith. Like not not a guy who's going to make the Pro Bowl next year, probably, but like someone who could be there. He was he was bad this year. Yeah, I think I'd rather have Pickett. Like in a functional with a functional offensive coordinator than Tannehill, yeah. but but so so I just think like look I think you're right your premise that it, it'll drop I, I agree with right. that so th did it did it make you like physically ill when you saw this report like how how does that make you feel I think that's what it's going to be pick it and Rudolph. no because because I think like the the background behind this right and uh, <laughs> driving back from a casino last night I did this exercise with a friend of mine Good for you buddy. Where I was like. 
where yeah yeah so that's uh it was really fun except for the part where we watched the nba all-star game everything else was really fun and bet tyrese Halliburton to an mvp and uh we bought out on lillard at halftime and stuff but it was just like it was annoying that lillard like so clearly was going to be selfish and take every shot and like Halliburton still almost won mvp you got five of the 12 votes um anyway that was an aside so we're driving back and like you know it's like an hour drive so i'll a lot of times i'll like create these exercises to like get to get us through the hour and like it's really fun and like he likes sports as much as i do so I, I he hadn't i hadn't done the like top seven dvoa thing with him where i go hey you know like this is really predictive a lot of times you know if you're really good at offense or defense the previous year the theory like my theory essentially is that like all right take the teams that are they're already awesome at something and then they try to fix the thing the side of the ball that was lacking and if you think they did a good job at doing that then they would be a team that you would really want to play on the next year to be really good and those teams t- tend to go on to win the super bowl or at least like make the make the super bowl make the championship game and so pittsburgh is one of those teams they were top seven in defense last year uh they return a ton of defensive players it seems like maybe they have a star corner in joey porter jr who they drafted in the second round watt's going to be back Highsmith, like they got guys like and also the defense is always really good walter payton Man of the Year award winner Cam right. Hayward. Finally, the curse is broken. <laughs> the Hayward won Walter Payton Man of the Year. So, like they've like the defense on paper, statistically, theoretically, I guess would be the right way to put it. Like should be at least be pretty good. Probably probably top third of the league. Probably maybe not number one, but like they'll be really good. And uh, and it makes sense. They have a defensive player of the year candidate too at edge rusher. So all right, that that side of the ball. Like, but we knew that 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 was true last year. Okay, like very clearly they're deficient on one side of the ball. Also, they've been deficient for like seven years on the same side of the ball, and they haven't really been able to solve it. Back end of Roethlisberger's career, hurt quarterbacks. They draft Pickett, a number, couple offensive coordinator switches. Like, I don't know if Arthur Smith is the solution, but the idea of either him with a new quarterback, which is totally low floor high ceiling you have no idea how it's going to go and the ceiling is as high as it can be i mean you pair him with like kirk cousins or justin fields or anybody like nobody could make a prediction about what nobody has any idea which means it could also be the best and you, you just don't know uh or the idea that just like maybe pickett's okay i don't think they're going to win the super bowl with him as the quarterback but like you put a new offensive coordinator in who to be fair court and like arthur smith you the jokes write themselves and you've said many of them uh, he coordinated one of the most efficient offenses in NFL history when he was with and the to Titans. Be fair, and, like, that, and, and that's yeah, my take right. also. And like you even right. said, Ken, you're right. Like I'm the one that's killed Arthur Smith. Like in his yeah. time in Atlanta, I'm also the one telling you I like this hire for Pittsburgh. With I like right. him as an offensive coordinator. And so, so I think you just kind of you you just try to put the puzzle pieces together here, and you can say, okay, like defense, uh, good enough to at least make a deep playoff run next year because it always is. Coach seems to get more from less all the time. Uh, can the offense be average? What if it's above average? What if it's good? God, God forbid that ever happens. Then, like, what's the ceiling for a team like this? I mean, again, like the Roethlisberger Steelers. Like, I know Brady obviously had their number in the playoffs a couple of times, but like this is like this is a team that's like used to making deep playoff runs, and they just need to fix the side of the ball that they've been completely unable to fix for a really long time. Um, either because they were on the back end of like a superstar's career, or they just haven't found like the next guy to plug in for that. And I think there's some optimism that they could plug somebody in. And if they do that, again, price is going to be a huge part of this discussion. If we're having, hey, I bet the Steelers eight to one to win the Super Bowl next year. I should not host that. I should be off the show. You should toss me out of here. Like, it would make no sense. Like, they're literally being priced longer than 10 teams that can't win. Like, I just, it's, and they can. They have a path here. And now let's see what they do. 
You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Monday talking next NFL season. Ken betting the Pittsburgh Steelers at 100 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Um, so they are going to enter the year, especially if it's Pickett or Rudolph as the quarterback. Yeah. They will have the worst odds to win their own division, obviously, Definitely. with Lamar Jackson and Baltimore, lot, Joe probably. Burrow, and the Bengals. Yeah. So is that is this like Steelers to win the division? Steelers win total over, or is it just, just like the big swing at a big price to yeah. win the Super Bowl? I think it's, I think it's a big swing that. I think they're, what's the right way to put this? Uh, reconsidering their quarterback depth chart. And if a team is doing that, not every team is reconsidering their quarterback depth chart. Like we don't know. Uh, and Russell Wilson should be in that mix, I guess, too, that like he's like in play for a lot of teams as like this quarterback that could go somewhere. I'd like but, them if he went there. I would right. like that if Russell Wilson went to Pittsburgh. There's Connor Allen, who we have on all the time. There's a betting market on who's going to get Russell Wilson and who's going to get Fields. And the Steelers are the favorite for both. <laughs> Which like speaks to this. Something. Right, which I, and I think I responded to him like, well, you can never have enough depth. <laughs> like, I, everybody gets hurt every single year. So I just, uh, I like the idea of buying before a really obvious potential move. And look, you could be like, well, what if they don't make a trade? What if it's like Kenny Pickett next year? Like, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. It won't I'm okay be. To, I'm okay for it. Well, I'll just say this, though. Worst case scenario, they don't they don't add like, like they add Tannehill and he doesn't win the job or something like that. Um I'd still be comfortable taking a swing at a hundred to one and it doesn't work out. And I would, I wouldn't bet them to win the division at that point. And I wouldn't bet them to do this stuff. I'm betting. Cause I think there's like a big opening for some big upside here, like a first time pairing of Tomlin and like not duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. And these guys is a really attractive pairing to bet on, to win a lot of football games. And you know, like if you're trying to figure out a, a concoction here, a, a mixture of like quarterback coach, offensive coordinator that has big upside that we didn't see last year, like this would almost be number one of like the new things that could be created. Like a lot of the other teams that we're excited about, like, look, I like the Packers too. It's what we saw at the end. It's going to be the same thing. <laughs> like it's not, there's nothing new about that. And everybody, the secret's out. Everybody, like you like the Packers, you're listening to this. Guess what? Everybody else does too. And we're all right. They're going to be really good. Um, nobody thinks this about the Steelers yet. And that's what makes the price really appealing. I want to give you my opinion on all of this. And I have, I've not talked to anyone I didn't talk to, like, anyone at all this past week except for, like, my wife, basically. You try to, like, sensory right, deprivation right? chamber, and it was, right. and it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So there were times when I'll come on the show and I'll say, like, hey, I talked to some people in the league, talked to some friends of mine, et cetera. This is kind of, like, what they're saying. So I, I just – I have not talked to anyone about, like, what the Steelers are planning to do. Just my opinion, and I think I'm pretty good at sorting through this stuff. Doesn't mean I have to be right, but I think I think I'm pretty good at this. My guess is is that this report that came out that the Steelers are mulling, you know, Pickett or Rudolph as the quarterback. I think this is the team floating this out there to see like what the reaction's gonna be. Where if like they actually say this offseason, we're rolling with Mason as the number one guy. Basically, is the fan base gonna revolt? And the answer to that question is definitely yes. Like you can't like like you can't do it. Like you just can't do it. Like you can't go with these two guys. Everyone that covers the league that has talked about this story has said this would be like the worst decision ever if the Steelers did this. So if it's not gonna be Rudolph, I sincerely doubt it. Maybe they let him he's also a free agent. Maybe he get maybe he signed somewhere else. Um, I think they kinda whether I like Kenny Pickett or not doesn't matter. They told you they don't like Pickett when Rudolph started the playoff game. It is probably going to be somebody else. It is probably going to be another option, Ken. So, like, yep. I brought up that report, but I also have to say that I think the report's bogus. That's my opinion. Sure. And that I do think it'll be someone else starting I hope you're right. for the Steelers next year. What do you think I, it's going to be? I think I'm... 
fields. Yeah. That I'm that I'm really glad I bought. I'm not joking. Well, because the upside there with Fields and Arthur Smith is really high, potentially. We should honestly should have seen it last year in Atlanta, a couple years ago in Atlanta. Drew Dinsick coming up next. You better, you bet. We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.